Hey, bitches, welcome back to That's the Worst, the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. We're your hosts, Kevin Ayi, and we have a lot of opinions that are well unpopular. <laughs> Feels like you were like really getting into the villainous uh, word ethic or yeah, uh, you scared accent. Scared. Yeah. You, yeah, you scared? I'm scared? You scared? Um, how are you today, Kev? Just doing just fine, Ayi. How about you? Oh, it's just a Tuesday, snowy, nor'easter. Tuesday in the life, just, you know, just all tucked in, side, cozy vibes. Uh, uh, Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I don't know know what I was going to say. Oh, and work's been good. Just everything's just Work's been great. Just knocking it it out of the park, as always. Um, Just... Every day is just so fulfilling, and it's a blessing, honestly, a blessing. But it's me- also a curse. Kev, what are like? What's one thing you're really grateful for today? Gratitude. <laughs> you know Gratitude what I am. You, you know what I'm thankful for. Over the weekend, I had literally one person come over to my apartment, and I acted like I was having a fucking house party. And I got like chips and dips and like cheese, and so I have all this like leftover like appetizer That's amazing. stuff. Amazing. And I've been eating the Tostitos scoops, whole grain Tostitos scoops. Amazing. Oh, really so incredible. Good. And I have so these little like guacamole packages. Yeah, so right. Why they're so good? But I don't have any Tostitos. Uh well I eat them way too fast like literally it's like literally this much guacamole oh I it's end like up nothing. eating like three of them oh okay like, good I don't feel as bad oh it ends and you're like what am I supposed what do I do now like the chip is the same size as the guac cup exactly you know? then you get the whole thing in one thing the other thing about my big house party was that it was literally to play Mario Party like I think this is How what is my Mario life party? is it's amazing it's so much fun I'm s- Kev I'm so I will never play Mario Party with you it's you don't so like hard. Mario Party I'm not good at any games that there's like something timed or high pressure <laughs> I need slow it's fun though it's fun to- there's like mini games it's like basically a board game don't you want to play games i.e. Mm-mm. Only I just want to <laughs> chat. I just want to talk. But then we played some Mario Kart too. Mario Kart, I can handle a little bit better. I'm still not good at that either, but I can I can handle it. And my new drink of choice is um, I have some Sky Vodka, pineapple oh, flavored Sky yeah. Vodka. Interesting choice. that I put into a Truly Lemonade. It I is love- amazing. That's really smart. It's like low calorie, exactly high caliber, like. It's going to get the job done. It's going to taste good. Here's my um, thing. Have you ever gotten like really drunk on Truly Lemonades? I feel like it gets you to a good, stable level. And I also feel like I have never been like that hungover from. Like I no, can get, agreed. they can get me drunk, but I don't think they, just that on its own. Like, of course, if I'm like mixing it with other things, probably. Yeah. I think I had them one, t- I had them like last summer at, veronica's house once and i got like real drunk and i was like pretty fine the next day right when i'm drinking like if i drink four glasses of wine 
I'll probably like not forget how I fall asleep and then like be really hung over the next day. But with these, it's like I'm drunk, but I'm still functioning. And then the next day, just fine. How do you feel about the sweetness level, though? That's my only gripe. Oh, you think it's too sweet? sweet. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, I guess I never really thought about it. It's manageable because I do like the taste of lemonade. Like maybe that balances it out a little bit. Yeah. I, don't I think, think the only I just don't like the mango one very much. It's just very like artificial. It's very mangoy. Very, yeah. I like, think I I'm really like mango white claw. Like people lose their shit over mango white claws and I think they're disgusting. I think these truly lemonades are much better than any just seltzer by itself. Like the seltzers by itself are fine, but I would never like go to the store and pick up a seltzer and bring it back to I my like, house. I like truly seltzer, like the regular the like regular ones better than I like them better than White Claw. I think they have a little bit more flavor. I think I'm officially ready for this pandemic to be over. Yeah. It was really like. I wish I could have like a hybrid, you know? Well, you can. That's what we're going to have. Just life, you know? Oh, you mean like you want to go out to a club and then what do you want to do? Not have to do it again for six months. You can do that. I could, but I don't want to be judged. Oh, see, I want. I see, am just. I love. I love that. That is like a buffer. But then I also am like, if I do want to do something, I don't want to be judged for doing something. So it's like a catch twenty two. You don't want to be judged for doing it right now in the pandemic, or you? Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I still feel. I mean, I I still feel weird about like eating inside of a restaurant. Like yeah. I did it the other week, and I felt guilty about it. I just feel bad for the people that like work there. Well, I don't know. It's like they are getting paid. Like if they weren't working, then they wouldn't get paid. But I just feel like they get exposed so much more than like patrons do. And it's like it's like not fair to them because yeah. they're just like serving all these annoying people, you know. Well, and but th- but we, then again, they wouldn't have a job. Like they wouldn't have a job otherwise. So I don't yeah. really know. We went to a place in Cambridge uh, two weeks ago, and you had to put on your mask every time the person came to your table. And like, even if they were just dropping, you ordered everything on your phone and then they just brought it over. You didn't even have to talk to them. But like when they brought it over, they would stand six feet away until you put your mask on and then put the stuff down and then you could put it See, back that's on. Like how it sh- that's how it should be. But right. I agree. But it's, not, it's always like, oh, just sit down and you're good to go. I'm just like, par- I'm not even like worried. That's terrible, but like I'm not as concerned about like the servers. I'm concerned about like getting it and giving it to my family. Selfish. But my parents are vaccinated, so yeah, that's great. Has your dad gotten the second dose? Just the first. You have any vaccine questions these days? Because I I want everybody to know that I actually I thought she had a dumb question, and then my PCP told me today that it's actually real. She asked yeah, if you should not take Advil. Because it won't make the vaccine as effective. And I had never heard that before. And I don't think that's true. But my PCP today said that you shouldn't take any Advil before you get the vaccine because there is data that says there's a diminished immune response, which is interesting. But then you can take Advil eight hours afterwards. Well, it might be less. slow it down, but you would eventually... Oh, so you wouldn't get like as much dose as you want to have. I don't think there's enough data to support it either way, but I think the safe bet is just to not take anything before you get your vaccine, which is like that. That's what they, they ask you like a few questions. And one of them is like, have you gotten any other vaccines recently? And 
Mm-hmm. Obviously, no. But like, I think there are, you know, I don't know. That maybe it's just not. What about out the flu yet. shot? Well, they say in the pa- in the past two weeks. Oh, okay. So, um, the other thing I learned because I was curious about whether or not there was a difference between each dose. And what did AOC tell you today? And AOC said, at least for Pfizer, based on her understanding, they're the exact, like, you could literally, like, switch. There's no, like, oh, this box has dose one, this box. Remember when Biden was like, oh, release all the dose twos for dose one? Mm -mm. Uh, It was, like, a pretty early Trump, no, it was, like, a pretty early switch where they were saving all these doses for people's second dose. But then Biden said, just use all those second doses for people's first dose. Right. So what would happen if like for some reason, like you get your first dose and there's like a huge shortage and you can't get your second dose in that allotted time? You would just be 50% immune until you could get the second one. But would it like mess up? the second like i think it would make it a little less effective you should try and get it as close to the recommended time frame as possible but if that doesn't happen i don't i think if you get it a month instead of three weeks i don't think it's a big deal okay interesting but i don't think Um, that's gonna happen because i don't there hasn't been many reports of that happening if anything it's people not coming back for their second dose like at all like that's the issue do, do you think they think they only need one or they're just like, I'm good? Or they just like don't want it or they're scared of the second dose. I don't know. I don't know. I'll take it. Um, Let me see. Do I have any other questions? These variants so. are interesting now because now people are saying, you know, it used to be like the South Africa variant and the UK variant. Now uh, we're just kind of under the impression that there are multiple variants going around. And there Why was a there quote. Be- There was a quote yesterday that said, treat all infections as if they are some sort of variant. So like the original one that we had was technically like a version of the virus. Like there is no like original virus. Like we don't know which one was like the original virus. We do. If If you would do like the, you can do like the gene mapping to figure it out. Well, do you think like the exact same as like how it started is like the same as it was like when it got to the u.s yeah probably but there are also in addition to that one there are other strains of it as well so why would it be different like are are the variants affected by like the environment that they're coming from well every time that it goes into a a new host like a climate or like just like the uk version versus like south africa like they're much different climates like would that have a no, on. the reason that they're called the South Africa or the UK is just that's where it was that's first where discovered. They first detected it. Yeah, okay. it has nothing to do because the virus can't live outside but the they host. Are, but they are different. Yes, there are there are probably I don't know ten to twenty variants right now. One right. was like the South Africa variant, like discovered in South Africa. One was just because the they variant. saw there was like a big uptick in the UK or South yeah. Africa. Right. That yeah. So now there's just like probably multiple variants, and those variants may or may not transmit easier or more difficult. Like they might be why, quicker or slower. Why did? What do you mean by quicker? Like they fly through the air faster? No, it's just like if you're exposed for ten minutes to maybe the original strain, there's a chance that you might still not get it. Like you, you might your immune it's system like might as, avoid it's it, like or not as strong anymore. Or either. no. No, it like it 
it might not like latch on to your body and like cause COVID the disease. But with this, like with the new strains there, they have evolved so that it causes disease more quickly and like more so they're more uh, likely frequently to cause like symptomatic cases as well and just more likely to infect more people okay um what else oh i think that's it you know yeah that's good that's good for now i feel like i've through this whole thing you've like probably you've been pretty level-headed about it at the beginning when you guys were Cloroxing your groceries, like that was really the only crazy like thing. A, that was like a pretty common thing with people though. Insane. I, I mean, we didn't know what it was, you know? We knew that you didn't have to Clorox your groceries. It took forever. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like we would get home, like put all of our bags like outside <laughs> and like, sit out there for a little bit. Like, what do you think bugs are gonna crawl out? Like, and then we spray. We would spray every package that came. Like, oh, you everything. would spray it. Well, yeah, because that person who delivered it could have been sick. Oh, the package. Oh no. Yeah. Okay, that's not how it works either. Well, you know what? Back then it could have because we didn't know enough about it. I'm pretty sure we knew that that wasn't what it was back then, but that's fine. It's just the flu. It's just the flu. Anyway, okay, that was a nice COVID corner. Woohoo! Um, COVID corner. Public health segment. Um, I'm really excited for this episode. I.e., um, this has okay, been this spurred. Is, there might be a Super Bowl coming up, but this is your Super Bowl. Truly, this no, might have been right now. This might have been spurred because um, of this really great show I watched a few weeks ago, The Wink Saga. And now, or I'm sorry, Fate, the Wink Saga or something. It's called Winks, but I don't know why they made it named Fate. Was it, was it original? Was that original cartoon you watched just called Winks? Correct. Yes. Okay. And they don't even Correct. go into the name Winks. Like they don't even say why it was called that, which is, I don't even remember why it was called that in the first place, but whatever, that's fine. So they're trying to call it Fate Shame. now. All right, sure. Um, I don't know if Netflix UK has like a bigger budget or something, but they really churn out a lot of things. Like I'm pretty sure Sabrina's a Netflix UK thing. Are any of them British? Like sex education. Yeah, they all have like British accents. Interesting. I don't know. It is kind of cool how like so many different countries like are creating things on there and like we have access I know. How many have you started and it's been like dubbed or something from Spanish? Lot, like I would never some, even know. But some of them are actually good. Like that mm-hmm. one Christmas show I watched that's like Norwegian or something. That was Norwegian? The one with Anna Kendrick? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Oh. It's, it was that really weird. It was called like Home for Christmas or something. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But so I've, I like we've obviously talked about Harry Potter like to no end. Um, so what kind of witches like what kind of witchcraft kind of stuff do you like to watch? I would say in terms of witchcraft, I like to watch the things that are mainstream, not super like niche, niche fantasy. Yeah. Um, yeah, not into I'm like. Not into those. Like, are there witches in Game of Thrones? Yeah. We already know I hate Game of Thrones. Melisandre. Um, what 
else? Yeah, like I never liked what were the what were some of those shows like The Magician? I just oh. I always find shows like that to be very cheesy and mm. I just like can't although like at the same time like I like Sabrina the Teenage Witch, you know, so which is like super cheap, but it's like a sitcom. So I think it's I think it's I the don't, ones that would are you like, go would you watch like Sabrina the Teenage Witch right drama. now? Maybe. Like know, an I'd episode on like Sister Sister family. Yeah. <laughs> Remember and you're I like, I wanna watch it. Sister Sister. It was good. I I caught some episodes. It was good. <laughs> it was so good. Um yeah, like, so wouldn't I think it that be a nice be... twist to Gilmore Girls if they had magical powers? I just think, and I, that's my other problem with some of these. It's like, it's sort of like an ordinary people show. And then on top of it, like, they just happen to be witches. Or like, yeah, exactly. And they just okay. want to be normal people, but they also have these powers. So that's like how you like want your life to play out, sort of. Okay, here's my biggest issue with all... Uh, witchcraft related shows there has to be like five episodes where the um where the main character is like figuring out that they have their magical powers and they're like you know destroying things or whatever and they're like well i don't want this like i just wanted to like go to high school and like like an elsa (laughs) a little bit yeah Elsa. those were kind of like scary i guess but like they're always like i don't want to be different i want to be like just like everybody else and it's like no, I want to be different. I want one of these shows to be like, no, I wanted to be a witch. Like I threw myself into that pot of fucking like lava or something. None of them are ever like that. No, they're always like, oh, but I want, I'm Sabrina and I want to be like like with Harvey. They have to like give up their powers in order to like have the life that they have here, blah, blah, blah. And then the other thing that always- I would rather things be set in like Harry Potter world. You know, it's like very separate from- reality true and okay and we'll talk about the pros and cons of that my other big down uh downside to a lot of witchcraft shows is that they're always like your powers are linked to your emotions and then there's like 10 episodes where the person it's usually a girl like can't use her powers because she's like not tapping into the right emotions and then this guy breaks her heart and then she can use all her powers that's like the biggest issue that people have with scarlet witch who i'm going to talk about uh elizabeth olsen because she could technically, she's like the most powerful superhero. She could have like stopped the world from ending, but she like didn't. And then she's later, yeah, her name's Scarlet Witch. I okay. WandaVision. Ever heard of it? Nope. Um, and then so she doesn't stop the world, but then when the world's ending, her boyfriend dies, and then she like taps into all this power and kills tap, the guy. Tap tap tap. I focus. Sorry. Also, I can see you looking at other things, so you need to focus. I... No, I'm looking at witch movies about witches just to see if there are any. Oh. So that's my other thing. Like, you don't have to, like, tap into your emotions. Like, you should be able to have your emotions under control enough to harness your powers. It shouldn't be that hard. I'm always like, it's not that hard. Just do it. Just, like, make things fly with your mind. So you think the powers should have no, like... Doesn't it make sense, like, given human nature, that, like, your emotions it's about would affect focus, your powers? I, it's not about yeah, but emotion. But if you're, like, if you're, like, all over the place, like, psychologically, aren't you going to have some, like, power Erratic. Yeah, that's issues? fine, but then get your shit under control and, like, take a deep breath and then attack the demon. Okay. You seem to be very opinionated about it. 
Do you think that it's like good that they're linked to your emotions? Like, okay, here's an example. What if in Harry Potter and it was like the big, a big finale or something. And all of a sudden Hermione couldn't even cast a spell because she was too like heartbroken. No, you want her to say a Pocono and send the birds at Ron, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess their emotions didn't really, although there were some spells that were like, they needed some kind of emotion in order to make them work. Uh, like expecto patronum. patronum. Yeah, that's true. That's a good it was example only of certain it. spells. Um, exactly. I kind of like that a little bit better, where you have to tap into a certain selective. emotion for a certain spell. Yeah. So I Which didn't even like maybe maybe you can still do it regardless, but like being able to tap into a certain emotion will like make it po- more powerful or weaker. Oh, that's a good idea. You know, and I never really understood Thanks. in the Harry Potter series, they never really went into the nonverbal spells too much and how you do those. Like. They always said, like, just shout it in your mind. But, like, Harry could never do never, it. I never understood how they, were, they weren't able to do nonverbal spells until the seventh book. You know? I think it's hard. Like, they're trying to do... They're literally in these... I guess, you know, you're not really trained to be, like, dueling with Death Eaters and stuff. Like, not according to Professor Umbridge. No. Um... So I guess they wouldn't like accelerate that training, but it's like you can't be dueling with these people and being like saying stupefied, like <laughs> like you look like an. I idiot. mean, you could because then you the person's stupefied. Right, but they're gonna like it's so much easier for them to like fire back at you because they know. I'm what just spell picturing you're somebody stupefying you, and you try like I could you tell me, honest to God, if I run up to you and scream stupefy in your face, you because I said stupefy, you would know. How exactly to respond? And you'd would be I, like, you mean, I, Crucio. <laughs> <laughs> Avada Kedavra. Like, bitch, die. Yeah. Of wow. Okay, do we want to go through our lists first, or do I have the um, best fictional witches here? Let's go through our lists first. Okay, and then we'll then see we'll what's popular by popular demand. I want, then we can express our opinions about the other ones. You go first, I. Later. Okay, so I just did um, top five. Um, the past five. Uh, I have eight. Cool. Is that like a witchy number? No, I should have done seven. Oh. Also, okay, it's funny so... that we're not doing this anywhere around Halloween, but I also think that witches are people that live all year round, and they should not only be celebrated at Halloween. Yeah, we can't only let them come through their portal at Aggie. Did Aggie make your list? I don't know. Uh, I know okay, Marnie so, didn't. She was so useless. She sucks. She's fucking Kimberly J. Brown. You get <laughs> your ass off of TikTok. Wait, I did you see that that one I sent you the other day of the dancer from High School Musical? And she's with some guy who made a cameo. She dancer. needs to fucking get a life. She like, sucks. Sorry. Nobody cares. Like, I literally thinks I'm doing a workout. I don't know. You are because you're going on. like it's, this. It's bizarre. Possessed. I use TikTok okay. dance. Are we ready for my top five? Yep. Okay. So at number five, we have not twins, not witches. Oh, twitches. Which yeah. one do you like better? I like the first movie better. That is the exact example about our powers are linked to our emotions because they like couldn't do anything. Like, oh my gosh, our powers are linked to our emotions. I like mean, the I darkness. Guess this, I guess this proves that I do like some cheesy witch things 
So yeah, you like twitches. That was like just such low class witch witchcraft. Like they didn't learn how to do anything. I just like it because it's T N Tamara, and it was just like so ridiculous. Uh, T N Tamara. Uh, and their like enemy was literally a dark cloud, and they fought it with light. It was bad, and those people that were like their watchers or whatever. Oh, I like those so, people. Uh, Cosmo and Wanda, kinda. Pretty much. Okay, so at number four, we have Samantha from Bewitched. Good one, I.E. Nicole Kidman, because that movie is amazing. I've never watched the actual TV show, but that's like one of my favorite movies. The actual TV show is amazing, but she doesn't really do much with her powers. That's what I don't like about her. I used to watch it growing up. I just think it's so funny that she like can manipulate people and like their behaviors, and it's just so funny. But she like barely does that. And sometimes I do like think like, okay, she can do like run-of-the-mill thing like change things but they also do these like elaborate like spells where you need all these ingredients and stuff yeah where they cast the spell on will ferrell Mm -hmm. um so great movie i think she's a great witch funny do you think that movie was a flop i probably like i feel like nobody really knows that bewitched the movie was so good we're just one of a kind under the grain against the grain um, number th- at number three we have Grandma Aggie from Halloween. Nice Town. Cromwell, Iconic. the Cromwell dynasty. Peace. Um, she's just so wise. She really just like knows what she's doing. She takes nobody's shit. Um, she's great. Her grandchildren are super annoying, but she has like she lives in a really cool like she chose the right path in her life. She stayed in Halloween Town. I mean, she's better than her fucking daughter. She, she resisted her annoying bitchy daughter. Um. And she, I think she's doing pretty well for herself. And she, like, is well-connected in the town. She has a lot of nice friends. That Trapper. skeleton taxi driver. Here's what I'll say about Aggie Cromwell. Okay. She couldn't have made it, like, a little bit more easier for her grandchildren to figure out how to beat this guy. Like, she literally spent the whole... She literally did nothing to help them. And they had to, like, they figure it all out by themselves. They didn't even, they didn't even know that she was... A witch their whole life so how you know what here's what i have to say to everybody because that's such an issue in so many fucking shows oh my mom died my mom was a witch i don't know anything about it write it in a fucking book like literally write it down hi uh my name is aggie cromwell this is the evil person she knew that her daughter didn't agree with her using her powers and she cut her off so she still could have written it down i guess she oh, made them go to like, oh, they went to the gym to get the tear from the guy. Remember that? And just like all this mm-hmm. stuff all over the place. Like you couldn't have just had that ready for them? I guess not. I guess that there would be no movie, but whatever. Right. You know, just take it as it is. It's a decom. Fine. Pretty low budge, you know. Okay. So and you then- like Aggie Cromwell better than T and Tamara? Who do you think would win in a fight? Definitely Aggie. Yeah, sure. true. Um. Okay, so at number two, we have the triple threat of Sabrina and Zelda and Aunt Hilda from the original. Oh, you put all three of them in one, i.e. Yeah, I didn't want to like. They never really they never really pull their power, though. Well, I just like the characters. Okay, sue me. Um, I love it's a great show. Um, Who's your favorite if you had to pick one? And who's the most powerful? Probably Aunt Zelda and Aunt Zelda. Yeah. 
Aunt, Aunt Hilda's like the useless, like funny, fat one. Aunt the thing Hilda's is that she's even more one. useless in the chilling adventures of Sabrina. I wouldn't, wouldn't watch that. She literally like gets turned into a spider. So what is their role in that show? They're Sabrina's. Oh, are you talking about the act? Didn't they like make an appearance? So um, I didn't watch. I didn't watch the next part. You're talking about the actors from the original one. Oh, My so question you're is: Anne Zelda and Anne Hilda are useless. Like the characters. Yeah, they're are still in there in the show. Yeah, I know. in the most recent part, I think somebody like transfers Sabrina to a TV show, and in the TV show, her aunts are the characters from the sitcom. Gotcha. So then she has to break herself out of the sitcom, and then. She gets back to her real aunt and uncle or aunts. Wow, what a funny flaw line. I mean, isn't that kind of funny? That's for people like us who like don't really want to watch it anymore, but have nostalgia, future nostalgia. I mean, they were they were smart to do that for sure. For all the people that were watching it, hoping for another good Sabrina, and it sucked. I always feel bad. Oh, excuse me, the reboots. Oh my goodness, it, they always sneak up on me. Sorry. Um, it's okay. Uh, I always feel bad in the reboots for older people because they look a lot older. Like, I felt so bad for... Who was the woman in Star Wars? Carrie Fisher. Like, Carrie Fisher looked so bad in those last ones, partly because she was, like, dead already. But this same thing happens to these women and to, like, everybody in reboots. Like, they come back and it's like, oh, you're old. Sometimes it's, like, 30 years later. Yeah, it's a long time. My question is, where's Melissa Joan Hart? She's like in a crack den somewhere. Melissa and Joey. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a good show. <laughs> At first, you were like, "I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> that was great. Okay, and then at number one, we have Hermione Granger. Nice. Wow. Do we disagree? How many years did you dress as her for Halloween? A lot. It really pays to be a brunette. So, and what I do you like about her? I just because she's smart. I mean, I think she really, like, out of the friend group, she really carried the team. Like, they would have never made it anywhere without her. Like, yeah, she was a huge nerd. Like, I don't agree. With, like, she was such a nerd and, like, didn't do much. But, like, she – all of Spew. her reading – all of her reading definitely paid off. She knew exactly what to do in all situations. Like, she made the fucking polyjuice potion. She did what she had to do. She was always, like – pretty i mean harry and ron could like never get their shit together no um i don't know she's just she's she's what i imagine like we would want to be at hogwarts like not really there to make friends like i don't even care about quidditch like i don't need to be like doing anything on a broom like i want to get as much like knowledge about how to do shit with this wand as i can like immediately yeah and like be in like the most amazing place for seven years like what do you? What does she go on to do, Hermione in Pottermore? Doesn't isn't she? I can't. In the Ministry, I think. I think she does something in the Ministry. Hermione's future Department uh, of Mysteries or something. Department of Regulation. Oh, cool. Yeah, she'd be a cool person in there. Oh. Department of Regulation. So I'm just looking at. I had to move my phone. Um, Department of Regulation and Control of Magical Creatures, where she promoted better treatment of house elves. You know what? I think she could have used her knowledge for something <laughs> a little bit more useful. That's nice. Oh, justice but... for Dobby. 
It was sad, but you know, he she was could have like cured ass. world hunger with like her magic, but it's fine. Let's get the house elves some more things. Yeah. It says, How did Hermione die? How did she during, die? During the battle of the Ministry of Magic, Bellatrix kills Hermione. What? Oh, that's in one of those. That's in one of those theory. Fanfic. Yeah. Because I've read a lot about like Bellatrix's like daughter being like that Bellatrix had a daughter with Voldemort. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Strange. That was a good list though, I.E. Thank you. Of course. Happy to contribute. All right. I'm going to go from number eight here. Also, I'm going to say that there are some shows that I wish I could go back and watch again and add to my list. Um, the Witcher has a really interesting witch. It's like a woman with a hunchback. And then Did she you know like that's becomes like the a witch. Number, the number one Netflix movie like of all time. Witcher? Mm-hmm. You know what happened? I, I told you about this was because it came out in April. And literally everybody was just like uh, at home was, watching Netflix. So it could have been they were just like lucky. It's a good show. I it's the guy. The, the main the main guy is Superman. He like plays Superman in the movies, in his movies. So but he's the Witcher. The no, he plays the Witcher. <laughs> he's not Superman. Anyway. Uh, I would add winks to this list, but they are fairies, so I'm not going to mess up our magical creatures here and say that they are fairies, i.e. Okay. How dare you? Pardon moi. Um, And then the witches of Eastwick, they were good, but not enough to make this list. Okay. Okay. Number eight is Regina Mills. She is from Once Upon a Time, this amazing show oh. that's on that's on Netflix. It has literally a billion million seasons and episodes, and it's so good. She is like the Wicked Witch, and she's so awesome. And she comes around, and like, is she ends up being like the good person in the end. So she uses her powers oh, for good. Her. So yeah. Okay. So, did you watch that with me, I? Once upon a time. Yeah. Maybe once or twice. It's so good. I might like start it over again. I love that show. Okay. Number seven was Maleficent. I think that she is a really cool character. She was good in the animated series. And then I really do think Angelina Jolie was like built for that role. She was just a really good. I love those movies. Me too. They're so beautiful. Yeah. All of them are really good. I mean, they are. It's just like some really nice cinematography. Number six is Emma Roberts in um, American Horror Story Coven. That whole show is just kind of a crazy situation, but Sarah Paulson's good in it too, but I really just like Emma Roberts' character. She's the only one that really has like a handle over her magic and she like kills everybody in her sight. It's kind of crazy. Um, I like that show and their take on magic. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Love Number that. five I is Aggie. Seen any of these. Number five is Aggie Cromwell. You have seen that one, so good nice. for you. Number f- number four is the White Witch from Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Now, this I is would, a... I thought about it. I thought about that one. I would love to hear, like, a very detailed backstory on her. Um, I think they do kind of get into it in the books a little bit, but, like, she has some very cool powers, and she, she ruled the realm, and she literally, like, beat God for, like, hundreds of years, so... That would be a cool, like, spinoff movie. About the, the White, White Witch. Witch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And fucking Edmund. She's terrifying. Tilda Swinton. Oof. I hate Edmund. Turkish delights. 
Okay, number three is Zelda Spellman. I think that she's the most powerful and the best of the witches. Wow, Sabrina's we agree on that. Sabrina's fine. No, it's both. Sabrina's fine, but like Zelda's amazing. Hilda is the most likable, but again, it's it's Zelda. The the thing that really annoys me about the chilling adventures of Sabrina is that Sabrina's like seventeen and they act like she is like this all knowing witch, whereas Zelda's been doing magic for her whole life. And they're like, Oh no, Zelda's like I'm I'm sorry, Sabrina's like the queen of the underworld. Like, no, it would definitely be Zelda. Like, get over Sabrina. Who cares if yeah, she's people, half mortal? People do put like a lot of faith in these like young like they think that they're like seventeen. Take I mean, it's like Harry Potter. It's like, let's put all of our be- eggs in Harry finding these horcruxes. Like, couldn't we have told like, I don't know, uh, Lupin to go find these horcruxes or something? Like he he is the boy who lived and that's all he accomplished. Like, let's just leave him. Yeah. Like that was not on his own accord. His only accomplishment is that he's a Horcrux. So like keep him locked away so he doesn't kill himself. Exactly. Um, My number two favorite, witch is the Scarlet witch, Elizabeth Olsen herself, Mary Kate and Ashley's little sister. She's one of the best Avengers ever. She's like um, Russian or something. And she has these great, like red powers that just like do all these cool things. Um, she can basically do anything with her mind, and she has a really cool backstory and all these things. So, and she has so her own show have... now called WandaVision on Disney Plus. Four episodes oh, so out. So that's so that's about the Scarlet Witch. Yep. Oh, so she never had her own movie. No, unfortunately, sexism. She's just in the Avengers. Yes. So originally she was fighting against the Avengers because she was brainwashed, but then they unbrainwashed her and now she's fighting with the Avengers. And like I said before, she's one of the most powerful ones. What's the premise of WandaVision? It's interesting that you say that, Ie, because nobody's really sure so far. The first two episodes were were like an old time. It's not all out yet? No. The first two episodes were like an old time sitcom and she, but it was basically like bewitched. Like she had powers and, and her husband whose vision, he's like an alien, like went to work and they had like a bit where they had like his boss over and she like made the pineapple cake with like her magic and stuff. But now we're finding out that, um, remember how I said the world ended and the guy killed her husband? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they think that she like created this fantasy even though she knows that her husband's dead she like lives in this fantasy world uh, and she's creating this sitcom so in the fourth episode it like breaks it down and they're trying to like break in and get her and then she like pushes them back out so they kind of figure out that she's the one making this alternate it reality kinda, it sounds kind of good actually you might like it i don't know is it's, it very, it's not... is it like superhero-y no, not so far. Like, not a lot of, like, fights? Nope, no fights so far. Okay. What is it on Disney? Disney Plus, yep. Nice. My um, number one, which is Piper Hallowell of the Charmed series, which is just... I was wondering where that was coming in. So, it's gonna... And Alyssa Milano is also in there, and so is um Sharon... Not Sharon Stone. What's her name? Uh, I forget. She was in 90210. Oh my gosh, I forgot her name. And Rose McGowan's also in there. But I think Piper is the best sister. Charmed is like one of the best ultimate witch dramas of all time. And the reboot was fine, but I like the original better. Uh, I just like their whole storylines better. Why do you like her the most? 
Her powers grow so much. Originally, she could just freeze time and then she could like focus it so that she could blow things up. But then she could like kill people from the inside. It was just like, and she basically like holds the whole family together. And she marries their like um, protector who's an angel. So her kids are half angel, half witch. So then she ends up having to fight against her kids, which is kind of crazy. Interesting. Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, they make it go on for like seven seasons. I mean, it sounds like a lot of content. It's a lot of content. So let's see. This is called Ranker, and people have gone in and ranked up or down who they think their the fav their favorite fictional witch is. Can you guess who number one is? Did you look at the article? I didn't. <laughs> the number one voted by eighteen hundred fifty seven people is Professor Minerva McGonagall. Really? Yeah. Of all witches. Yeah. Interesting. Number two is Bellatrix Lestrange. Okay. Number three is Winifred Sanderson from Hocus Pocus, which you don't like. But she's that woman from... um, I'm glad you didn't pick any of them, though. No, they're not good at being witches. They literally suck. And all they care about is, like, staying young. They don't actually want to do anything with their powers. Um, She's the woman from First, First Wives Club. Remember? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, That's a good movie. I'm going to skip down. Number five is Hermione Granger. Number six is Maleficent. Um, let's see. American Horror Story. Number eight is Molly Weasley. No. Sorry. Like you did. You literally did one thing in seven Not movies. Not my daughter, you bitch. Um, number nine is Luna Lovegood. Number 10 is a person from the Buffy verse, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Maybe I think you should watch that. I feel like you would like it. Maybe. Uh, 11 is the Charmed Witches, all four of them Prue, Piper, Phoebe, and. Prue, Piper, Phoebe, and Paige. Whew, that was a close one. Yikes. Too bad Rose McGowan has gone off the deep end because she was a good actress in this. Um, oh, she went off the deep end. Remember when like she. That? Her and Alyssa Milano got in a fight on Twitter about because she's like a Bernie supporter. About powers, gross. No, no about like politics. That's the other thing. It's like if you were in like a fictional show, I don't think politics is what you should get into next. You know? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, I saw Alyssa Milano commented on AOC's live last night, and I was just like, "Just I, keep I it." Know. Did you see that? <laughs> and then people were like, "Oh my gosh, Alyssa Milano!" Like nobody cares. You know Someone, the best. Oh, the, the singer, the singer Hosier. Oh yeah. Take me to church. Literally he commented, commented like, "You're so brave" or something. Jesus Christ! Remember my favorite line in Big Fat Liar when Amanda Bynes says, "I was." She was like trying to sound uh, like sophisticated on the phone, and she was like, "I was just about to watch Charmed, where where Alyssa Milano is going to vanquish her demon boyfriend." You like no. that part? Yeah. Yeah, I guess I would. It wouldn't have struck a chord with me because I haven't seen Charmed. I'm, I'm gonna strike you like your chord. I okay. okay number twelve is Nymphadora Tonks. Yeah. Okay, there are too many Harry Potter characters in this that aren't like there are a lot of other viable witches. Number thirteen is Marie Laveau from American Horror Story. She's pretty cool. 
She's pretty cool. Number 14 is Sarah Bailey from The Craft. Number 15 is Samantha Stevens from Bewitched. Number 16 is Sabrina Spellman from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Number 7 is Cordelia Fox from American Horror Story. That's Sarah Paulson. Number 18 is Scarlet Witch from the Marvel Universe. Amazing. Oh, I get ready for this one. Number 19, Ginny Weasley. Gross. What has she ever done, truly? She literally got locked up in the Chamber of Secrets. (laughs) Uh, 24 is Andorra from Bewitched. Let's see if we have any other ones. Did you ever watch Practical Magic with Sandra Bullock? That's number 25. Why have we never watched that? Have you seen it? I have watched it. Yeah, it's okay. They, like, kill a guy, and then they, like, I don't know. They're like, that's another one where they're like figuring out their powers. Um, Numbers 26 is Glinda from the Oz universe. Number, I I love Wizard of Oz. Number 28 is the Grand High Witch from the Witches. You know that Raw Doll one? (laughs) Raw Doll. Isn't that what it is? Raw Doll? Raw Doll. Is it Roll Doll? Rolled. Rolled. Rolled Doll? I literally, rolled, rolled. I literally thought it was raw doll. <laughs> <laughs> Who taught you that? Like your second grade teacher? I don't know. Number thirty-three like the- is <laughs> Melisandre from Game of Thrones. Yeah, get it. This is interesting. They have Mary Poppins in here. Mary Poppins was not a witch. Thank you very much. The witches of Eastwick oh. are in here. Um, let's see here. Paige Matthews. Oh, Storm from the X-Men. There's the White Witch, Aggie Cromwell, Marnie Piper. Ooh, but they have the new one in here, I mm. Sarah Paxton. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, let's see if there's any. Oh, they have the witch from Brave in here. <laughs> I've never seen that. Pomona Sprout. I'd put P- Pomona Sprout over half of those people. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, they have Yzma in here from Emperor's New Groove. She was not a witch. I have an issue with that. What what article is this on? Ranker. Okay, and then let's see the 20 most badass fictional witches. And let's see who won over here. Number 20 is the Wicked Witch of the West from The Wizard of Oz. Number 19 is Marnie Piper, Halloween Town. She needs to be removed. Absolutely not. Number 18, Maleficent. Number 17, Lamia from Stardust. Have you ever seen Stardust? Oh my god! I just watched it a few weeks ago. It's so good. What is what is it? It's a, just a movie, and it's about a no shit little star that's a person that comes down is and that these the one with Whitney Houston. No, <laughs> I don't think so. And uh, it's once again like a hocus pocus. These these witches are just trying to stay like young. Number sixteen is Ursula from The Little Mermaid. Interesting. I wouldn't consider her a witch. What is she? She's like an octopus. She's an octopus witch. Oh, okay. Number 15, Sabrina Spellman. Number 14, Morgana from Merlin. Number 13, Mary Sibley from Salem. I don't know out of those. Number 12, Rowena from Supernatural. I never really got into Supernatural too much. Number 11, Sarah Bailey from The Craft. Number 10, Hermione Granger. Number 9, Winifred Sanderson. I'll put a spell on you. Number eight was Fiona Good. She's from American Horror Story. Number seven, Cordelia Fox from American Horror Story. Number six, Melisandre. Number five, Regina Mills, Once Upon a Time. Amazing. Number four, Bonnie Bennett from The Vampire Diaries. Interesting. Did you ever watch that? 
No, but I actually would add. Oh, you know what? I was gonna add um, Sookie Stackhouse from uh, <laughs> True Blood, but she's not a witch either. She's a fairy, I think, True as well. Blood? Yeah, I like True Blood. Oh, really? Yeah, I tried once. Not up Failed. your alley. Number three, Prue Hallowell. Number two, Piper Hallowell. Number one is Willow Rosenberg from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Wow. You better watch it, Kev. It's calling your name. So if anybody has any witch-related shows that you think I should watch, you should definitely go on to That's the Worst and Tweet. Oh, there's, there's like, so I'm on the, just Google about um, witch shows. Oh, you know what? I We should watch His Dark Materials, but it's on HBO Max. That's why I could oh, watch it. I've watched some of it. Is it good? E- I watched one episode. I watched this show called Cursed. It has potential to be good. Okay. Okay. Cursed. It's on Netflix. It's good. I think you might like it. She's like another dumb woman that's like, I don't want to have these powers. I just want to be normal. And then her mom dies. So it's like, well. Oh, jeez. Trauma. Um, well, I started watching The Wilds. Is that anything? Um, it's really good. Magical? No. Oh, okay, just people. It's sort of like it's sort of like a um, Lost meets Hunger Games kind of situation. You know what I'm mad about? I. Hmm. You did not have Selena Gomez in your list. Oh which is gosh. a Waverly Place. Shit. Oh. What's that? A hat? <laughs> a crazy something funky hat? Overslept. Hair unsightly. Trying to look like Kiera Knightley. We've done that. We've done that. You see right through your funky hat. They talk about Kiera Knightley? Mm-hmm. Wow. That song. How did you feel it's about the end of Bridgerton? I, I haven't watched it yet. Oh my god, how I'm long like, is this show I'm gonna like take you? It. I have two more episodes. Do you like it that much? No, I'm just watching other stuff. Well, I saw a bunch of tweets that were like Kiera Knightley when she didn't get invited to be on the Bridgerton cast. Like Is Kiera Knightley like relevant? Because I always see TikToks about like people impersonating her. Like is she I think in that anything? You mean just like with her mouth? Yeah. I don't think she's been in anything recently, but she's in like every period piece that's ever existed. Oh, so this really sucks for her, huh? Whoops. Yeah, exactly. She's in, like, Pride and Prejudice. She's in this thing called The Duchess, Pirates of the Caribbean. Karenina. Yeah, she's in everything. Yikes. I don't know. I'm, I think the casting in the whole show was really good. I don't know. Do I don't like period pieces. I don't like Daphne at all. Well, yeah, of course she's going to be like this annoying basic bitch. I just don't understand why they made her look like she was 16 years old. She looks fine in younger and then in this one her she doesn't even have boobs. Like I'm sorry, but that like guy would never have gone for person. her. She mm-hmm. does. I mean it was just like the family connection, I guess. No, it was like her wit or something. Like fuck off, nobody she's cares. A, she's annoying. Um, yeah, but isn't the next season going to like focus on her brother? So I, if you would ever listen to me in this podcast, the Bridgerton series is eight different books and each book is about a different, a different Bridgerton sibling. Yeah, I know. 
Okay. And I was just confirming that they're going to follow the same thing for the show. I don't think it's been confirmed yet because even in the Taz, who confirmed it? Netflix. Which brother is it going to be about? I don't know. (laughs) Didn't they send out that thing that was like a scroll season? My question is, is Julie Andrews going to be in it? She's alive, I guess. I, what are you going to do when Julie Andrews dies? I'm, I dread it every single day. <laughs> it's always my biggest fear. There's been, I feel like there's been so many people dying recently. Don't you think? I agree. Oh, my God. I don't know if it's all COVID-related or like... So many, but I keep seeing so many people's family members. And literally. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, but then okay, it's like, here. oh, Saved by the Bell actor. Like, what? Here it says, um, the incomparable cast of Bridgerton will return to production in the spring of 2021. This author has reliably informed that Lord Anthony Bridgerton intends to dominate the social season. Uh, so. I don't even like him. Yeah. I mean, I'll still watch it. Better than Daphne. Yeah, but at least she had a hot boyfriend. Who's Anthony going to have? Like, he's still going to be in love with the fucking opera singer. Right. I don't know. Maybe. They would have actually, Bridgerton would have been a lot better if somebody would have had some magical powers. You know what, Kev? Issue a rewrite. Whip it up, Shonda Rhimes. Call call up Netflix and tell them to. Honestly, I'm like, I still don't see Shonda Rhimes in this at all. Me neither. I think it's so odd, but whatever. She's making so much money. Yep. She got her bank. F-U-A-B-C. All she she really cares about, Shondaland, is on the flicks. All right, I I think we're good. Yeah. I think I'm good. We made it to 53 minutes, so that's pretty good. I thought it was going to be like 15. (laughs) Okay, Kev, this was Thanks for casting a spell on us. You put a spell on me. Son of a witch. This was just a spellbinding time. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to this lovely, lovely podcast. Be sure to check us out on our Twitter account at that's worst underscore and on Instagram at that's the worst pod. Um, and be sure to rate us, review us, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, we are Kevin I, and that was literally the worst. Thanks, everybody. See ya. Bye.